Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me. What's going on, Gordon? I guess I should say us because there are two people in the room at the moment. Hello. What's uh, up? Hello. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? What's going on? Just living. Loving this hot weather, I'm sure. That's not bad. That's nice. What is it? What is it right now? Hot. No. Mercury. It's, it's dry. It's, it's, uh, it's, well, it's 90. Yeah. Yeah. That's but not bad. It's not terrible. I mean, we could be living in the Pacific Northwest, I suppose. But it is dry. And that's going to be a theme of the show today. Well, being dry? It's the, the drought, the dryness, the lack of rain, etc. Okay. Our friend Chase is here. Is that why there's a cactus in the studio? Uh, from Smart Rain, and we're going to talk about what your commercial property can do to manage the situation responsibly. And, by the way, they're going to make it easier for you. So it, it really is wins across the board. So we're going to talk to him about that coming up. You may have heard the sponsorships and the reads and, and the, uh, the sponsorship of the guest line and wondering, God, I'd like to know more about that. Well, today is your day. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Speaking of dry, can uh, we start I the feel, show? I feel like a camel. Can we start the show uh, with, yes, an update? <laughs> Austin, you read my mind. I thought, cow, we could use some update music. This is this is good update music. I'm Tom Brokaw. <laughs> uh, Gordon, yesterday's Not Sports Report was, give us a quick reset. Well, there was a treasure to be found out there, and there was a poem that was issued as to giving clues to where it is, and uh, $10,000 in cash and silver, uh, whatever that means. In Utah, is, though. Is, is some of it like dollar bills and some of it like coins, or is yeah. it like like yeah. sterling silver, or is, it, or is it like place-setting silver? Hey, uh, hey. It's uh, not uh, Lee Miz. There's no candlesticks. I, I, we, I have some of that. You know, I, you know, I'm so old that people actually gave you that at your wedding, you know, like a hundred dollar spoon or whatever. So it's all, Gordon, locked, it's all locked away, though. So, Gordon, I've always Googled Monson. There are plenty of pictures of the treasure chest that are out there where you can see exactly <laughs> what the silver looks like okay. if you're if you're genuinely curious. Right, I've always I, Googled. Uh, I, I didn't look at the picture. But it is in Utah, and it was a couple of guys, and they did this, I guess, last year, and they're doing it again. And, uh, yeah, fun, fun story. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm, people are, are enthused about it, um, Gordon. 
And uh, this, I, I'm going to I'm going to read this update from the Salt Lake County Sheriff Search oh, and Rescue. Uh, oh, no, that's not a good place to start. And actually, this happened uh, a couple of days ago. So uh, yeah, because it's been going on for about a week, right, Austin? And now it's it's kind of making national uh, maybe news. a little longer. Yeah, but we didn't talk about this part yesterday. So uh, here's your update. Uh, Salt, Lake, Salt Lake County uh, Sheriff's Search and Rescue was called out just before 7 p.m. to the Ferguson Canyon Overlook, where a family of four had hiked in hopes of finding a $10,000 treasure that has recently been placed along the Wasatch Front. A 49-year-old male had a large rock fall on his foot near the overlook, disabling him from being able to walk back down on his own. Five teams were sent up with a litter, wheel, food, and water to carry the patient out and give relief to the family. It took nearly 25 search and rescue members to be able to move the injured patient down the steep canyon trail back to the parking lot. Now they added, and this part is my favorite, honestly. Uh, Our team ran into several other groups of hikers, all looking for the same treasure. Most were unprepared to be in the backcountry and asked our team for water on the trail. Please make sure that you're going into the mountains prepared with the 10 essentials at a minimum. Don't hike alone and let family or friends know where you are and when to expect you back. Everyone was off the mountain around midnight. Um, And then they give some helpful links. Uh, So, first of all, glad uh, the injured gentleman was made it down safely and his family and all that. I'm a little bit alarmed by the water part. Like, yes. are people just scurrying into the mountains completely unprepared? Like, you, you you know, 10 essentials, yeah, but you'd think numero uno at the top of the, the list would be, well, what, uh, water and shoes, I guess, right there? Even though the yes. guys did say that they didn't put it anywhere where it's hard to get to, that they did it in their sandals. Uh, don't do it in your sandals. It's wear, not required, yeah. Wear some shoes. And, and, for, and bring a for bottle of water. heaven's sake. Uh, bring as much water as really you can, you can handle for the allotted time that you're going to be out. And there. take a five iron because you know there's rattlers out there. I don't I don't know if a five iron is on the ten essentials. They've got a link here. Do you want me to you want me to look it up? No. No. Uh, you know I'm sure that the guys who are putting this on this is the last thing they wanted to hear. You know. It was well, remember that one the guy did where he buried it up in the mountains in like Colorado yeah, or Wyoming. People or died. Yeah. No, in the in this case though, like it's not their fault that a random rock rolled onto yes. a guy's foot. That that feels like it could happen really to any hiker. Yeah. And it's certainly not their fault that people are going up there without water. If you can't put that one together, I don't know what to tell you. That seems pretty basic to me. So, uh, PSA, uh, water. In fact, the 10 essentials here, I, I am going to bring that up. Thank you very much. Yeah, tell us what they are. There's a few that I'm like, I don't know if you need that. Did you look them up? <laughs> what, like uh, a five-person tent? And, uh... <laughs> the 10 essentials are organized into 10 categories or systems. Navigation, meaning map, compass, and GPS system. Sun protection. Uh, insulation, jacket, hat, gloves, etc. Illumination, flashlight, lanterns, and headlamp. First aid supplies, fire, meaning matches, lighter, uh, and fire starters. Repair kit and tools, duct tape, knife, screwdriver, and scissors. Nutrition, hydration, and emergency shelter. Anything but like a weed whacker? Yeah, that does. 
I don't want to say that seems excessive because you know what? I don't want to give any anybody any bad. And advice. Go to the go to the, up there yeah, either. Go to know, the website. And that's another that's another good point. Like, let's not be flicking cigarette butts into the bushes. Let's let's manage things in a <laughs> smoke them to the nub, and then put it in your pocket. Put them out on your shoe. Pack it please. in. Pack it out. Hey, you you know, hey, can you wear one of those? You know those hats that people wear to the ball game. You know, with like a a beer can on each side. You know, a foam a, dome. I used yeah, to have one of those. You get, maybe you should take one of those if you're going up there. You know what they don't tell you about that? Is that it gives is, you a headache? No, no, no. Is that drinking beer through a straw is horrible? <laughs> it's just all foam on the other side. I mean, it's just terrible. I think I used it once and was like, "This is just stupid." <laughs> All right. All right. Holy cow. What a way to start the show. You anyway, know, be you know, careful it, out there and good luck. It dawns on me, if these guys were, were like Austin and wanted to get revenge on somebody, they should have buried the treasure in somebody's yard. Well, it's funny you say that because there is a, a, a popular place that people think this particular bar- uh, treasure has been buried at. People are going through people's backyards. <laughs> They're not digging in there, but they are walking to cut the corner right through some yards. Mm-hmm. But that is a great idea. People out there digging your yard up looking for the treasure. I know just the yard. <laughs> <laughs> a well-watered yard Yeah, at that. According not to the owner of the home, but the staff. Somehow it happens. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But yeah, please. Be careful out there, folks, really. I mean... 10000 is nice, but uh, your well-being is more important. How much is the uh, search and rescue bill going to come to? 10000 <laughs> Maybe, Maybe more. more. There's did 25 you, did you members. The tw- yeah, the 25-member uh, It really? Crew. What? How? For a foot? Wait. wait. Can't they chop <laughs> well, it off okay. and move How on? How can 25 people? Uh, I'm not sure. Was somebody out there clearing shrubs? I mean, what? I mean what? <laughs> okay. got, a, got a banana knife out there no, swinging away? Here, here's the problem. And I've never hiked to Ferguson Canyon Viewpoint because I I don't care for hiking, really. Did people it, think it, Hiking the... is, is walking. People understand that, right? That's why I never got about hiking. It's like, you know, you're walking, and it's walking uphill. Yeah, it's like my idea of a good hike is from the beach to the boat. It's from, from hole one to hole two, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is uh, Ferguson Canyon Point, according to alltrails.com, is a four-and-a-half-star hike out of five. Or, yeah, yeah, out of five. So did, it's, did, a, it's a pretty gnarly hike. Did, that, people, did people think the view of the salty blue? Is that why they were going up? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But if it's four-and-a-half out of five, we're yeah. talking 127 hours type stuff here. That's a pretty gnarly hike. We're they, talking they, Dutch they, John. They didn't have to cut his leg off to get it out from under the rock. But like they I had said. to wheel him down, it said, which but 25 whatever people. That How can 25 people do anything at once unless you're, like, hauling a, a tree out of the forest? Well, I bet you they had different people of different expertise there, and I bet it was a team effort up the trail if I had to make it. So guess, here, right? you take it for the next yeah. 100 yards, and then... There's probably three or four people at a time. There's not details included about, uh, you know, what this man weighs and that sort of thing. Well, yeah. and you got to be careful. I mean, you can't just dump him off the litter. I mean, he's got a broken foot. Dump him what? 
off the litter. The what? litter. They they said they brought a litter. You know like, what I'm talking about? Like the uh, like the uh, like a stretcher. Yeah. Like a stretcher. Yes. I don't. Sam Amick. Uh, he they just choppered him off the side of the mountain when he yeah. hurt his foot. Didn't take 25 people. <laughs> just just a fire up chopper five. It's doing nothing. <laughs> wow, oh, that's. I mean, I hope they didn't go up because they heard it on the not sports report. I think they did. Yeah, here it is. Five teams were sent up with a litter, wheel, food, and water. What's a wheel? Like a wheel to wheel the litter down. You can't just like off the off the trail. Yeah, but that'd be a bouncy ride, wouldn't it? That's where. I, well, you've got to figure out a way to get it. I like I the said, wheel's not attached to the litter. I don't know. Maybe it, it serves a different function. But was they this a Weeblos the, group they, that was uh, doing the search and rescue? Or? Are, are, are you? Uh, I'm not. I, for one, on the show, I'm not bad-mouthing the Salt Lake County Sheriff no. search and rescue. No. One, one, uh, one voice just questioned there. I, I think that there's a better, uh, efficient way to get a man with a hurt foot down a mountain. Yes. Yeah, but those people are volunteers. God bless them. Wait a sure. minute. What, what's the better way? It's one foot. Does he have another foot? Yeah, but they had to carry him down. <laughs> you splint it, you put his armor on your shoulder, and you hop on down the oh, mountain. Yeah, you get, you <laughs> get him some aspirin. I've, I've turned my ankle in a mountain before, and I didn't call for mommy. Yeah, but he, this guy had a boulder on his foot. Crushed his foot. Set a rock, not a boulder. And oh. he has still had another foot. Well, he couldn't just pull his foot out from under it, obviously. He was stuck. They descri- described it as a large rock fall on his foot. I guess you get your foot smashed by a large rock, you're not going to be just strolling down. Fine. All that aside, I know that I could get on Amazon right now for $48 and get a stretcher with a wheel attached to it. So we don't have to have someone carrying a stretcher and someone else carrying a wheel. But if you've got if you've got a patient involved, now now you've got to be you've got to exercise great care. And yeah. how how does that change having you, a wheel well, in this you, hand and a stretcher? You in have this to hand? have like a special shock absorber type uh, stretcher, I, I, and it's attached to the stretcher. I truly liked your. He's got another foot. Take that was pretty. That was pretty next level. Is that kind of I assume up? it wasn't in is the. That, <laughs> is that why you have two? It, like you got a spare? Split Ooh. it up, give him an aspirin, and tell him to get it together. I've been to scout camp. <laughs> get to going. Supper yeah, times are coming. If Austin ever finds himself in trouble on a trail, there. And the Salt Lake County Sheriff Search and Rescue <laughs> shows up, they're going to be like, nope, we're leaving him there. Let's drag him off I, the hill. I heard him on the radio. <laughs> I only hike and support Davis County. So. so we think that these these good folks who are looking for their treasure may have heard our encouragement on the It was air. honestly all over the news. And there's no way anyone heard it on this show during that segment. Yeah. That's, that's a, when everyone tunes that's in. That's a tune out. No, it's close to that. But. Wow. All right. Be careful out there. And the guys are saying that, hey, this isn't like, uh, this isn't like a great adventure. It's I not think- like you've got to. Yeah, they said yeah. no, no ropes or carabiners. No ropes, no or, carabiners. Yeah. They did it in their flip flops, and I, it's either a nine or a thirteen year old can find it. They said ten. Ten. Okay. Ten. They said a ten year old should be able to do the. Ten year olds have lots of energy. They can the journey. So right. some some dude listening to our voice right now on the side of a mountain attached with uh, with a carabiner and a rope. Zip lining through the canyon. <laughs> you're, you're you're too far. You're looking you're looking in the wrong spot. <laughs> In fact, they did say something snarky like that. If uh, they said something like, "If if you find yourself feeling in danger, you're probably looking in the wrong yeah. spot." 
Come on down, Tarzan. The treasure's on the ground here. We know you watched Free Solo last year. And <laughs> <laughs> I see someone with a big old rope. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, maybe a pick. Good luck to all those treasure hunters out there. Take water. Take water. And, and, and put one foot in front of the other carefully. And watch out for those snakes, man. They're, they're kind of coming down off the mountain looking for water of their own. Now, I, uh, Aaron Ralston, who, who that, is that the— That's 127 yeah, yeah. hours, yeah. Uh, John, our friend John just tweeted in it. Austin thinks Aaron Ralston is a crybaby. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I never watched that movie. He it had was, another arm? I never watched that movie. He, I, did, he, I can't watch the cut, movie. He no. cut the thing off. He cut his arm off to free himself. It's yeah, more than that, yeah. I—, I just I read no, his book actually. Did you really? It's, it's called Between a Rock and a Hard Place. He's wow. got a sense of humor. I would it. rather read his book than see the movie. I just don't want to like visually. Well, see you're it. gonna visually see it in your mind's eye. Better yeah. there. I can <laughs> I can make the background do some like, self editing cartoon like Care Bears, <laughs> like Care Bear Stare. You know. <laughs> it's a it's a Hello Kitty pocket knife. Yeah. <laughs> can make it a little bit better. You know. Oh, uh, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> when Jake reads the book, he like sees a, a troop of Smurfs coming in. Yeah, something like that, right? You know, uh, don't have to. They can make it really excruciating. Then he, then on he the, rides back on My Little Pony. Uh, yeah, something like that. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, okay, we'll <laughs> we'll dive into the split story. Uh, there's some. Uh, I don't want to call it news because. It's more rumor than news, I suppose, Mm -hmm. but there's some stuff out there about Donovan Mitchell. We will get to that coming up next. Stay tuned. Uh, But uh, we're here in studio, and joining us in studio is our friend Chase uh, from Smart Rain. And first of all, it's it's great to see you, Chase. You've uh, you've kind of been a friend of the station and the show for a long time, man. Yeah, it's good to be back finally. And uh, you know, I've worked with you guys in the past, and felt like this was a good opportunity to kind of get back in the studio with you guys and awesome chat jazz and chat. uh, Smart Rain. Okay, so I know you are you are very excited about Smart Rain, and we want to talk to you about you know your journey, how you ended up there, because you're you're very passionate about it. But Gordon, you've got to help Chase and I because we were talking about something coming in today. Okay. Okay, so we were talking about uh, golf courses up in the Heberish area because we're we're all golfers here, right? Sure. Yeah. Wasatch. Uh huh. Two courses, right, right in there. Uh, uh, Actually, aren't there three nines? Is it three nines? Whatever. Well, let's just count it as a I'm whole. Not, I'm not sure. What, what is it up there? I've played that course a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, so have I. We, I uh, so by Wasatch, we're familiar with it. There's a canyon course and then the- The lake course. Lake course. Yeah. Not, I don't know. Anyway, so, it's a great uh, golf course. Homestead. Homestead. Also a, a wonderful golf yeah. course, right? Uh, played it many times. Mm-hmm. We, we had the zone golf tournament there yeah. for a while. And then also uh, Soldier Hollow, yes. other side of Heber, right? Golden, but, gold and silver. Yeah, gold and silver up there. But we can count it as a whole. So rank those three. Rank them in what, what am I looking for? Whatever. Your preference. Because I couldn't do it. Because I actually honestly love all three, and they're very different courses, all three. But I would I would play any at a drop of a hat. So I was having a difficulty on this. But Chase has never played Soldier Hollow, which I couldn't recommend more. Uh, yeah, I mean, I see why your what your difficulty is there. They're all fantastic. Um, I I have a I just have a soft spot for Wasatch. Oh yeah, you know it's just such a beautiful place. Uh, but I like Homestead too. I mean that's really tough. I've only <laughs> wait a minute. 
Soldier Hollow is the course you drove your car on. It right? is the course I drove my car on. That's true. That was Soldier Hollow. So it's not a raceway. It's not a. It's not a freeway. No. Jake. And you it's know, a golf course. we don't need to tell that story. <laughs> That happened. I'd love to hear the that story. Was, that he was the thing. The go- he thought the cart path was the road out. No, <laughs> stop it, because that's only partially true. <laughs> <laughs> so we we had, it wasn't the zone golf tournament, but it was the, the, the Larry Miller group golf tournament. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's all the, the jazz brass and all the car brass and everybody who's, who's anybody, right? So they're doing the tour of Utah at Soldier Hollow at the same time. Well, Soldier Hollow, there's one road in and one road out. And that was the starting point and, like, pit row, if that's a thing, in the in the bicycling world. All right? So I'm filling in for David James in the morning show. And then I was in the midday you at the time. your life story? No, no, no. <laughs> but this makes sense because I had to come in there at 530 or something like that where you could easily drive through pit row and I made it up yeah, into yeah. the golf course. Do the morning show, the midday show, and then I need to go. I, I've, I've got to go. But the tournament is still going on and now the bicycle race is going on. Oh, gosh. So I go up to the person. I say, how do I get out of here? And he goes, there's a service road uh, on the other side. And he just points. He just points. <laughs> He just kind of points to the other side of the clubhouse. I'm like, are you serious, dude? He's like, yeah, just drive. You're fine. So I just, I I went kind of veered right when I should have veered left and ended up just rolling down the course, man, just rolling down the (laughs) cart path. Like, and, and here's the really stupid part is that I got like three holes deep before I was like, you know what? This ain't it. (laughs) And I, I, flipped a U-turn, waved at Steve Starks, you know, like, hey, <laughs> turned down my radio while somebody was hitting, and then that was nice and then made my <laughs> made my way back up to the clubhouse only to ask the guy again, like, hey, dude, what's the deal? And long story short, he sent me another wrong way, but this okay. time I realized it much quicker, and then I made him get in the car and show me. Was this here, before or after you replaced that muffler? Here, here, but I did have to. Really, here's the good news. Jake won the long drive contest. Oh, buh, huh. And by the way, you did have to drive on the on the car path for a little, like just a little bit in my defense to get out on yeah, the Yeah, but when you road. were like passing, you know, yeah, sand I traps. Yeah, I should have realized and, it know, earlier. I, mean, I just told you. Water hazard the there. And <laughs> get off the course. Yeah, that's the dumb part. I readily admit it. the golf balls it. were flying over your windshield. <laughs> it took me way too long to realize that I was going the wrong direction. Grip it, rip and the good news is everybody whose opinion on my employment matters was there. You know, that's the great part is that it's I, like, I, hey, I, I wasn't there. hey, Miller family. Good to see you. Anyway, that's my Soldier Hollow story. You should play it. Play that course. It's beautiful. They're and all good. They're, they're all good. good. All right. Let's let's talk about Smart Rain because that's why we're here. And if, uh, if you didn't notice, it's hot and dry outside. And uh, this is a good time to get the word out about Smart Rain. Yeah, you know, it, right now Utah's in one of the worst droughts, you know, you know, from for history right now, you know. And it's really crazy because a lot of people aren't taking it serious. You know, people are still watering constantly. And Smart Rain's a great solution to really help you know, reduce watering, you know, make watering more efficient, you know, on your commercial property, you know, a lot of cities, banks, schools, you know, it can help anybody and everybody. It's really for, you know, just making your life easier. 
Okay, I don't want to call anybody out here, uh, so I, I'm going to try not to. But <laughs> that you, means you know, he's going to. You, you drive around town, and I've turned into you know like a like a sprinkler monitor. You know, Gordon, Gordon, you were the safety patrol. I feel like that guy <laughs> is judging everybody, right? And, and sprinklers on in the middle of the day. It's like, hmm, I'm judging you. But I got to tell you, uh, I see a lot of commercial properties out there that really could use something like this because not only is it not probably the best thing to just set up a timer for whenever and mm-hmm. let it roll. But you're 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 wasting water, you're wasting money, and you could be doing it better. Yeah, I mean, you have it at your fingertips. You know, you can pull out your tablet, your phone, whatever, and stop a zone whenever you want. And I, I posted something on LinkedIn on our on our uh, our page, and somebody in South Jordan, I won't say who, <laughs> they had their sprinklers on for 17 hours straight, Whoa. and a oh. resident was trying to get in contact with somebody to shut him off. Like, he lives right in front of it. And so I'm like, it's as easy as pulling up your phone, turning it off, turning it on, or changing your program. And that's what Smart Rain does. It's a simple, smart controller that connects to you anything, really. And I get that. If, if you're somebody who's managing multiple properties and that sort oh, yeah. of thing, you're probably like, oh, i got to go down there and i got to adjust <laughs> it. And I gotta, you know what? I'm just going to not do that. Uh, but this is super simple and super easy. Yeah, you know, and it's for really any facility manager, a landscaper. It just it makes it so you can actually be in seven places at one time, really. Nice. And it's so technical now where, you know, you can set up programs to where it adjusts to the to the season, to the heat, to the wind, to the soil type. I mean, it really does it, it really does everything you can imagine. So All right. So I, I understand you have a Great deal just for our very dedicated listeners. And uh, help us get the ball rolling on this. Yeah, so businesses of Zone listeners, they're going to get $500 off each controller with a free rain sensor. So now is the time, uh, you know, with the drought that we're in, take advantage of this promotion. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll set up a demo. We have a, a great sales team that will will explain it and walk you through it. And then we'll also help you out on the back end from a financial standpoint and take care of you there. All right. So uh, it is Smart Rain. What's the best way to get started? You want to do phone numbers? Should we do website? What should we do? Um, yeah, just go to smartrain.net. There's a live chat there. Our salespeople are, are on there constantly. And so chat with us, give us a call, and, and we can uh, you know help you out and understand more of what, what Smart Rain can do for your property. Well, Chase, we, we appreciate you. We're excited to have you on board today because I think this is something Glad that, to be uh, here. that our timely. listeners can, timely. Yeah, could yeah, really, really use. Is. Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All day I face the barren waste without the taste of water. Show Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is, well, it's a total request Tuesday, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. In in honor of Smart Rain in in studio today, we're doing uh, songs about water, which I'm going to have to think about this one a little bit. Does that include, like, sailing or boats? Sure. Okay. Anything Sailing? that involves H2O. Christopher right. Cross? 
Sailing? Well, not that. You That's the that one. Song. I like that song. Now, now, Southern Cross is about sailing, and that's yep. a terrific song. So anyway, yeah. give that some thought. That's a good one. Uh, Let's uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. That's a good song, too. Let's dive into the split story of the day. Speaking of which. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordon, split story of the day brought to you every day by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. Uh, Gordon Bryan, Windhorst. Winhorst, excuse me, who uh, reports for ESPN, but of course is uh, the reporter who followed uh, LeBron James around throughout his career, uh, did cover LeBron and the the Heatles while uh, they were in Miami. (laughs) Uh, So he does have a connection to Dwayne Wade, but he said uh, this on the Hoop Collective podcast, quote, I think Dwayne Wade is seriously concerned about Donovan Mitchell's desire to stay in Utah long term, unquote. What does that mean? Uh, exactly what it says. Dwayne Wade's worried about what Donovan Mitchell thinks. So He's, Brian Windhorse is reporting what uh, Dwayne Wade thinks about Donovan Mitchell's intentions. How about that? All right. Considering Dwayne Wade is partial owner of the team, though. But uh, a lo- what uh, long term, does that mean like starting tomorrow or starting yesterday? Or does that mean like after his current contract is over? Or do, what, what, what exactly does it mean, do I, you I, suspect? I don't know. I don't know. But Donovan obviously had a very um, – he reacted to the loss and in, in losing to the Clippers. He took it hard? Is that fair? Okay. I mean, so as, he, I don't, as I can understand, as he should. So I don't know exactly. So he wants out? Long term. I don't know what long term means. I don't know if he'd serve out his contract. He's got, of course, the four-year extension with a fifth-year option – Kicking in next year, man. I'll tell you, I, I uh, we need more details about what's going on here. Obviously, you and I have talked about this in the past that it's that Donovan was upset, uh, and and we we didn't know the exact reasons for that. And Donovan, if uh, if someone's in touch with you, give us a call. We'd like to know. I mean, like to know what the intentions are, because. Everybody has different reasons for what they think, right? And and, and uh, I I can't. I'm curious to know what's going to come out as the public reason, if that is true. And I could see all kinds of concoctions, uh, but uh, yeah, I I don't know whether it's true. Um, but if it is true, Jake, uh, this is going to be very interesting to follow. Well, the hard part is, is he's so good, you know, and that means a lot of different things. But uh, it means most significantly his value is extraordinarily high. You know, franchise players do not come along every day. Players with his offensive skill and capability do not come along every day. They're hard to find. They were hard to find for the for the Utah Jazz. And it, um, it is a bit of a curious journey because Donovan has always seemed so positive uh, about playing here and playing for this franchise. And, you know, it hasn't been entirely smooth. 
um, of course. Uh, the man just signed a $195 million extension less than a year ago. Right. So did Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, uh, but uh, Joe Ingles said it, and I would guess that Donovan agrees, and, and maybe Donovan himself said it, but I, I'm uh, actually I know he did that. This loss, this losing the Clipper loss, was much more difficult than uh, losing to Denver in the bubble, and we know how impactful that loss was on the team because they talked about it pretty much every <laughs> media availability yeah. on how it was the the big time motivator, and they were they learned so much from the bubble experience, and then for those guys to come out of it and say, "Wow, this one was harder." I mean, that alone, I guess, uh, I, should tell you something. Like I said, I don't know if it's true. I mean, I've heard whispers about this uh, for a while now. Uh, but I figured, okay, there's no reason to go public with it and discuss it until it goes public. And now it has. Um, and and I need to know the reasons. Uh, because if it's just a matter of taking a loss hard – Cutting and running is not the way to go. That is not the way to go. If it's if it's about being disappointed for about a loss, uh, then 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 hold hold on here. You know, get better. Do what you can to get better. Encourage your team to get better. But don't just cut and run. And I'm not saying that that's what Donovan is doing because we don't know. About about the truth here, but now that this is out, I hope Donovan addresses it sometime soon. And look, now my mind starts spinning about all kinds of different, you know, explanations. Uh, you know, kind of, uh, hey, look over here, but this is what the truth is over here. You know, I I I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. But uh, that that's most interesting, and I think that would be really concerning for for most. Jazz fans, because if you have a great player and you trade him, there's a good chance you're not going to get equal value. Now, it, it happens every once in a while. We've talked about what some of these clubs have done to set themselves up for the future. But for the present, it uh, usually is a disadvantage. No, it would almost assuredly force the Jazz into a rebuild I mean, unless you can get another franchise player in return, which maybe that's possible. But, I mean, if you go the direction of what, what you were just talking about, say the we'll call it the Oklahoma City route because yeah. they have all of the draft mm -hmm. for the next several several years. I mean, they're, you know, put right into a rebuild. And then at that point you can say, well, we include Rudy in the rebuild or do we just start from scratch? I mean, at that point you have to start asking those kind of questions. And is all of this part of what happened Sunday night? I mean, is all this connected? Well, I mean, it's happening to the same franchise, so in some way, shape, or form, it's all connected. Yeah. I, 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 again, I, this, this is a difficult thing for us to talk about because we don't know what to, well, what and to how, put stock in. How vague was Windhorst? I mean, read it again. He just said, I, uh, quote, I think Dwayne Wade is seriously concerned about Donovan Mitchell's desire to stay in Utah long term. Hmm. That does sound serious if it's true. Uh, and, and the only way 
this can be solved is by Donovan coming out and making a statement. And maybe fans won't like what the statement says. But if it's untrue, then Donovan step forward right away and deny it. If it is true, then explain yourself. You owe the people here that. Yeah, I don't disagree. You but owe the people here that. And I know there are some folks out there who got after Donovan on social media for different stances he took and all that stuff. But the vast majority of people here have been nothing but supportive of Donovan Mitchell. Huge fans. They love the guy. They've supported the guy. And he has given them good reason to support him. But explain, Donovan. Explain. This is out there now. Come forward. Make a statement. Yeah, they don't have a, a Chuck Landvatter mural over in the gateway because he's not popular around here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I agree with you. It's not going to happen. I mean, he's not going to come out and make a statement. Well, he should. He yeah. owes the people here that. He owes the people here who have supported him the absolute truth. Tell the people what you're thinking. You know, if, if you're talking about this behind closed doors, and, and everyone's going to find out sooner or later anyway. So if it's not true, deny it. If it is true, explain yourself. That, that, it really comes down to that. It's that simple. And Donovan Mitchell, you have been supported by the vast majority of people here. Respect that. And tell them what's going on. And maybe it's completely false. Uh, I, I think there is some truth to it based on information that people have said to me. But I don't know if it's absolutely true or if it's just disappointment after a difficult loss. I mean, everybody can understand that. But well, to what degree? Well, let's not forget last year and how the um, the issues between Donovan and Rudy were resolved after cooler heads prevailed and some time passed and, and they bonded in the bubble. I mean, the— We've all been there, right? What, what we're upset about today, we reason with tomorrow. So, you know, it's certainly an evolving story, I would guess. But, um, yeah, it's not, this is not good. This is not good news, or, or at least a, not a good report from Ryan Windhorst. And maybe it is hashtag fake news. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Uh, it, Windhorst sure. hasn't been entirely right on everything he's reported throughout his career. So you never know. But he's also not wrong about And he has a connection to Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, it's. I wonder what Dwayne is thinking right now. You know, this is his baby now. He's part owner here. Well, no player is the entire franchise. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if this is true, then the tail is wagging the dog. And you and I have talked about that a lot through the years with uh, different players who have reacted certain ways, and uh, that's that's not the way it should be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What does the contract mean anymore? Well, in the NBA, a lot less than it does in the NFL. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Rogers. Packers are going to make Rodgers <laughs> sit for the whole year. <laughs> Do you want to dive into that? Because that's actually interesting and somewhat related. It, well, yeah, it is. If, it, if this is true. Now, this... If this has just uh, been exaggerated or it's just kind of a, oh, Donovan, don't be disappointed. Don't be so bitter because you're so disappointed about a loss. 
and 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 Donovan is mad and he's spitting fire right now, but he'll settle down and he'll get it straightened out and move forward. Uh, then okay, I mean that that's human. We can get that. But if it if it really if the core of it is just wanting to be somewhere else, then that's most unfortunate. Hmm. All right, it is the big show. We will get to more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You can't stop me now. This is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We spotted the ocean the head of the trail where are we going so far away somebody told me another great game today closing out the week final jeopardy category is american literature in 1930 the republican controlled house of representatives in an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone anyone the great depression hello wildcats this is weaver cooks and today we're doing uh chili cheese nachos jennifer we start with you uh tough game today but let's see how you did in Final Jeopardy. You put down, what is Animal Farm? No, sorry, that's incorrect. Passed the, anyone, anyone? A tariff bill, the Holly Smoot Tariff Act. Over to our champion, Pasquale. See what you wrote down. You said, what is of mice and men? Yes, of course, John Steinbeck's novel about Lenny and George who talk about having their own rabbit farm. And Honestly, could he be more boring? He was terrific. Put a little life into it. No, he wasn't. He was terrific. He's a show host. You're supposed to be energetic and, and uh, invite people to watch. That's, well, um, the numbers were good. Big dull dud up there. Uh, well, it's because it's Aaron Rodgers. That's why the well, he's always going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah. could be like in the Westminster dog show with his Dotson, and it would drive big time well, so, ratings. So, okay, then. Uh, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. I heard. Uh, uh, um, oh, why am I forgetting his first name? Schwab, who was on with uh, Frank, who was on with Hans Scotty today, and they were talking about Aaron Rodgers. And actually, it's. It's kind of related in the difference between the NBA and the NFL to what we talked about with Donovan Mitchell in the last segment. But uh, it's looking more and more, Gordon, particularly since the Packers did not trade him before the draft, that the Packers are going to the mattresses on this thing and that they're willing to go into the season sans Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers wants to sit it out. We've seen all the stories about Jordan Love getting all the first string reps and all the kind of buzz coming out of the franchises. They're ready to roll into the Jordan Love <laughs> era, which, of course, is a, is a negotiating tactic with all of this. But it appears like Aaron Rodgers is going nowhere despite his uh, desire to go somewhere else. And it is the big difference between the NFL and the NBA. And the NFL is, is absolutely frightened of becoming the NBA. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was internal pressure on the green, internal meaning, you know, other owners in the league leaning on the Green Bay Packers and saying, you don't cave to this. I must this, say is bad for, this is bad <laughs> for everybody if you cave to his wishes and trade him. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Because he is under contract to be there. The NFL has all of the leverage. So does the NBA, actually. But they've gone about these types of situations in a different way. That's because, well, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons for it. But uh, one superstar in the NBA is the equivalent of an entire offensive line. Maybe more. Yeah. Honestly. Um, because one guy makes all the difference. And not all of the difference, but a lot of the difference in the NBA. But a quarterback in the NFL is extraordinarily valuable. So, so let's see a team in the NFL sit their entire offensive line. But, I mean, it, it does... I hear you, but it does say something that uh, Green Bay is willing to basically submarine their entire season out of. Would they be submarining it, or is Jordan Love ready? All right, Gordon, a second-year quarterback. You think Jordan Love's going to take him to the Super Bowl? I mean, what? Are, oh, oh, okay, maybe he does, but what are the odds of that happening? I, I don't know. I don't know how he's looking in practice. Come on, low. Low. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever do it, couldn't get into the Super Bowl last year. You think Jordan Love's going to step in with the same darn roster, and all of a sudden it's off to the big dance? I don't know. I I don't know. I know which way I'd bet. (laughs) Well, it's not tossing the whole season away. I I, I think that's a tad bit of an overstatement. It sure is interesting, though. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't. I hope Jordan Love succeeds, and maybe he will, but that's being thrown into the deep end with the highest of expectations. I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, 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 does a contract mean anything anymore? That's really the question here. Well, in the NFL, it does. In the NBA, it's a little I, bit more. Yeah, but should it? I mean, I know how fans are, and I'll bet Green Bay, uh, I bet it's split up there, you know. Half are probably all about Aaron Rodgers and half are probably all about the team saying he's a bum, you know, and and it's, you know, I mean, that that's sports is kind of weird that way, but there are rooting interests involved. But I, I, I a lot of it has to do with the, the reasons, I think. But even then, I mean. I think in the NBA it has nothing to do with the reason. When Derek Fisher wanted out of here, he used an excuse that was almost, uh, I mean, it, it was almost untouchable. It was untouchable. I mean, when you talk about the health of your kid, I mean, how, what, so if you have a good excuse and, it, you know, I mean, they have pretty good cancer research stuff going on here in Salt Lake City. And he wanted to be closer to L.A., and he ended up where? In New York or so? Where did he go? No, he went to L.A. He did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the doctor was in New York, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I knew that there was some connection. And so, I, I mean, there are just certain things you can wave out there that nobody's going to question. But in the NFL, it does not matter. And right. they're willing to pay the price. That was my point, even if you disagree with it and think Jordan Love is going to be Aaron Rodgers from day one. No, I didn't say but that. It, See, Jake, it's not, it's not all the way black or all the way white. It's, there's something in between. I mean, if Jordan Love, if they think Jordan Love is ready to play, then they're, they may not, for all the reasons you already explained, they're not going to play that game with Aaron Rodgers. And so they can... They may not. I'm not saying the Packer offense would be as good without Aaron Rodgers, but they can, in some ways, have their cake and eat it too. They can protect the integrity of their their power, uh, if that's what the other owners are, are circling around them saying. Come on, don't let this guy, you know, beat you up this way. Then they can stand firm and and not 
toss their season away. All right, we'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. Mo DeKill is going to join us at uh, 4 o'clock. We'll talk a little NBA with her friend Mo. And uh, Alema Harrington will be with us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. Our friend Chase, though, is in studio today from Smart Rain. And uh, listen, if— Chase, your whole what? <laughs> if there are folks out there, property owners, uh, facility managers, uh, property managers, landscapers, I mean, uh, listen up, because uh, not only can you be doing the right thing and saving some water in, in a drought, which is a big deal, but this is the smart financial thing to do, too. Yeah, you know, we at SmartRain have a competitive advantage over a lot of the competitors, and, and some of the things that we pride ourselves on is... You know, we have a 99% retention rate because of our customer service. You know, wow. we have a dedicated account manager for every customer that actually has our controllers. So we're almost an, ex- an extension of a landscaper, you know, to be their support, to be there for them. And we're substantially cheaper. You know, we, we have, you know, a, a great sales team, a great, you know, support staff. And, and the, the features speak for themselves, too, which comes with the lifetime warranty. So... Okay, so there's a rule on radio, don't do math on the air. So okay. I'm not going to do math on the air. Gordon can tackle it if he wants. But uh, So I'm, I'm reading the stat here. Smart Rain has helped our clients save well over 1.3 billion gallons of water. That is right. So if, if you price that out, again, don't do math on the <laughs> air. What? That's a lot of dough. Oh yeah, I mean we have a lot of case studies out there. You know, uh, you know we work with Zions Bank, Merit Medical. You know, and and actually just yesterday, Governor Cox was at Merit Medical. Um, you know, helping promote the initiative of H two O oath, and they're trying to get more businesses involved to, you know, to pledge to upgrade and update their their uh, water systems. And so, you know, uh, you know we save millions and upon millions of dollars, you know, in water costs for businesses across the nation and, and now we're actually up in even Canada too. Look at you. International. Oh yeah. No big deal. And with a great uh, great deal going on for zone listeners who might be interested. Yeah, so right now for zone listeners for for the businesses, we're gonna give five hundred dollars off each controller purchased. So some some properties might have, you know, five controllers, some properties might have a hundred controllers. We're giving five hundred dollars off each controller and a free rain sensor. Um, on top of that, we'll just that we'll just connect into the to, to the controller. Those brain sensors sound cool. Yeah, I mean it. It pretty much just it it will help tell the controller when and how much rain has been you know precipitated in that day, and then it'll shut it off, or and it'll help calculate you know your soil and stuff like that. So. Don't be that guy with the sprinklers on in the rainstorm. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't. The, it's embarrassing for us all. All right. Uh, so uh, get started. Smartrain.net. Best way to go. Yep. Go to smartrain.net. Uh, chat with us, you know, and then there's some there's a phone number on there too, and we can uh, help you out in any way that we can. Thanks, Chase. You're the man. Thanks, guys. What's going on? Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.